Welcome, everybody, for this episode of For the Love of Books podcast. We are your hosts, Lucy and Cindy. Yes, and today we are um, going to be reviewing A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah Jane Moss. And so, uh, Cindy, you're the one who actually recommended we pick this one. And so, so tell us a little bit what, what got you um, interested in. Uh, what were you hoping for this book? Um, what got me interested was uh, once again I was going through some recommendations, and the cover really got my interest. To be honest with you, and I was like, okay, let's see what this is about. So I read like the description of this of what like the summary, and um, I liked it. It felt like it was um. It had a little, it had action and romance, and it was something that I was looking for. So that's how I found it. And then I also discovered that it is a series. So there is other books that follows this one. So I was like, oh, that'll be a nice um, series to read. Um, and definitely something that I will be reading the second book um, moving forward. Okay. Gotcha. Just a, um, a spontaneous recommendation and honestly, yeah <laughs> i have to admit yes the the cover does have an interesting it, it's plain red and obviously it has a i think a wolf with an arrow in it which is obviously very uh, relatable to um the, the book and how it starts off <laughs> yeah um, and such so it, it is good they did did really good marketing on it just having it the name and the wolf present and such. So yes, this book is marketed as fantasy, romance, young adults, because she is the main character. Frey is um, I think she's 19, right? 20? Yeah. Yeah. And such. So in all this, obviously fantasy because it takes place in Byron by Theon. By by Theon. It's the um it's a obviously a made up uh location. Um and such. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and so now, uh, what method did you ended up re- reading it or listening to? So, you- so interesting enough, um, I believe this this book came from Hoopla, and Hoopla has three, essentially three versions or three different, yeah, two different ways and three versions of it. So you can either, of course, do an ebook and just read it. Um, and they also have the audiobook, but the audiobook comes in two versions. It comes either in like a single narrator, where it's just obviously one person reading the whole book, or it comes in the way where it's act out, which means um, there's uh, there's different voices or there's a person assigned to each character and there's like background music, background noises. It's like you're basically hearing a movie. Um, that kind of confused me because reading the title, I don't know, I don't know why, but for some reason I thought, oh, they made a series of this, so they're just gonna play it. Um, I thought like, okay, let me just hear this one. So it's um, it's it's I I liked it because you do have a different voice for every character, so it makes it a little easier to follow because you distinguish each time that a different character like talks because the voices are so different and it makes it a little bit more real. Um, I wasn't too much of a fan of like the background noise, like the the music or when they're fighting and like like kind of certain like 
noises that they do. So I could have done without that, but it's not too distracting that you're just like, oh, I can't listen to this book. Um, and then I, so that's how, so that's how I did it. Um, same thing too. Uh, it's, I, I, well, I ended up doing it both, meaning I started with the audiobook and then I ended up finishing the book off by the ebook. I was reading it on my own and stuff. Now, the audiobook, I ended up getting it fully. This is the full book in its audio form, as opposed to Cindy, who ended up getting just um, the, a, a single character's narration of it. Is that my understanding? No, I got the oh. one where it's basically acted out, like it has the different narrators to the book. Oh, yes. So the, the one that I read was a normal um, yeah. audio book in the sense that it's one narrator doing the entire book, which is what we're used to. Uh, it's interesting that they have several versions of audiobook. Uh, this is the first one, literally, that I've yeah. encountered and stuff. And it's funny, too, that when I was finding it in Hoopla, this the version that I was listening to, which is the whole entire book by one narrator, is the one that popped out. Yet you ended up getting the other version of it, and I was like confused. Wait a minute, like because I even asked you, it's like, don't you think this book is long? And how long did your version take? Oh yeah, and that's true. I forgot to say that. So the one where there's more multiple narrators, it is a two. A two-part book so I so I didn't know until the first part finished and I said okay so it says one out of one out of two um and I was like so am I supposed to move forward to the other book but it just seems so short because I was expecting this book to be eight hours um audio uh, the audio version but it said five hours. So um, I was like, okay. So I, I went back into the list of books and I realized that the one that is narrated um, by different uh, people has a, it's split into two. So initially this book is like about 10 hours long. Um, I don't know. I am not sure exactly why they split it into two. I don't know how audiobooks really work. I would assume it, regardless of how long it took, it would just be one. But they did split it into two. I'm not sure if that's the case with like the single narrator. Um, the single narrator is 16 hours. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, and stuff. So, um, <laughs> well, I'm also just dive in. That was the first thing that kind of knocked me from this book. This is a notch against it. Okay, it's 16 hours. I was like, and I even saw the book. I went to Target just recently. I want to say while I was currently reading this book, and and you know they have it the book on sale, and then I saw it. Oh my! Like, oh my God! This thing is huge. Yeah, <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, well, no wonder it's 16 hours and stuff. You yeah. Know? It is long and stuff, even though someone is being, it's being read to me. <laughs> and yeah. Like, but, and they have a lot of chapters, but the chapters are sort of, some of them are really small. It's just, you know, um, like internal dialogues and then you're moving on to the next scene and stuff, you know. Um, it, in the audio, like those things take like less than five minutes and then you got the real chunk of the story which lasts 30 minutes you know it's the uh, a full, full chapter to to conclude and stuff so yeah and you know what i shouldn't 
I, I don't know why I'm complaining about it because I've read other books that are this long and yet, you know, I was able to read it. I'm sorry, listen to it without issue. But I did find it like, damn, it's long. And yeah. I had to listen to it multiple times, you know, for me to fully understand what is going on. Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a difficult read. The language itself, it's, it's you know, it's for young adults. So it's at a, it's um, standard kind of level. It's not confused, not even because of the fantasy and she's making up these system, uh, places and such. But. Um, I was finding it hard to fully be engaged by the book and stuff. So that by the narration, that's why I ended up moving. Um, I think the last uh, two thirds of it way into it, like in the mm -hmm. audiobook, I ended up just getting the ebook and reading it on my own and so trying to finish it at the end like that. Okay, that's you know what for me it went rather quickly i didn't i didn't feel it long but i don't know if it's because it was different people acting the book <laughs> um, uh-huh but you yeah even though you found it you had you just both audio books right part one and part yes two? yes okay. i did both parts and um it i don't know to me i didn't have too many issues um kind of going back or anything like that but once again i think it's it was because it was different voices that i was a little bit more captivated in it i think this i think overall like to me this book is like like it's been done before i think the only thing that was like kind of new to me is the fact that like this was to save like a whole like what is it like a whole community off of a curse and like she was a hero but i think it i don't know like i think i don't know how much more she's gonna put into it because i feel like this book could have been a standalone book like it like i don't know what else i the only thing i can think of is maybe the other books are like continuous story like after what happens with the different with other characters when they like return home or whatever it is but as far as or like backstories to certain characters but i i think this book very much could have been a standalone book you're right because of the length of it and yeah. how, <laughs> how she developed the storyline you know uh, between the two characters as well as the, the world around it and you know she included a lot of the side characters as well you know mm -hmm. um so you get a variety of it you're right this could have been a standalone uh, and stuff but obviously it wasn't left completely as a cliffhanger but you know you're enticed to see okay they're coming back after surviving this you know test at the end and so and she ends up winning you know against these fit uh is the um phase and stuff and you know, you're like, okay, so now what? What is going to happen to the human? And obviously with her, with um, her love interest, Helmlin. Yeah, well, she becomes one of them. Yes. That's yeah. Spoiler there, right there. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. But that's actually interesting and why that could easily lead into the second one. She's no longer human. This is how she starts in the first book, you know? Oh, and, that's and, true, yeah. Yeah. So now it's the second stage of her life that she's part of them now, you know, but, mm -hmm. you know, issues could come about that not everybody will be accepting as her because she was, you know, 
converted um, yeah. to that, so I can understand that. And obviously, a new enemy is going to show up. Typically, that's how it always is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so um, now, the main character, Frey, and obviously um, her love interest, and um, would we say he's the king? Uh, he's the knight. Um, he's like the ruling of that court, right? Because yeah. there's several, yes, okay, there's several different ones based on like darkness, night, or, you know, spring um, and stuff. So Talman is the ruler of that section that she comes upon. And so, yeah. so, you know, the main two main characters regarding that. Now, did you, now this is a female protagonist in this book. And so did you feel did you like her or dislike her or no opinion whatsoever? Like trying to tell her about the curse without telling her. Yeah. Um, I'm uh -huh. just like, if you're there for this amount of time and it's just, if won't you at some point start thinking like, oh, this is a coincidence that I happen to overhear every time, but they can sense when I'm around or not. That's the only thing that, yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know, like you would think like if they were fairies and if you would think that they're magical and they have all these powers, don't you think you would think like, oh, they know that I'm coming kind of some sort of thing? Like, how is it a coincidence that like I can walk in on them? Um, and also, uh, but overall, I, I liked her. I didn't have an issue with her. I was just saying that I didn't like her family. Um, of course. That's where, <laughs> that's where my real issue came from. I'm like, I think that, like, if you have siblings and all of a sudden you find yourself that you are in a situation where you no longer have what you used to have, I would think it would be a little, someone would be a little bit more stern and saying, like, no, fine, if I do the hunting, but everybody is keeping their own thing. Um, But that I kind of understood because I didn't know if the dad was, like, at a much older age and he was fragile and couldn't do anything but when you know when she gets quote-unquote kidnapped um or taken away and then she comes back and they're doing better her dad like all of a sudden knows how to do things i'm like that makes me even dislike him even more like <laughs> it's all along you could have been doing something and you didn't do anything because you were stuck on i put the family down like yeah you let your family done but that doesn't mean that you keep them like down like what are you gonna do to kind of get to like something like normal or get back on your feet so her family was the only issue that I really did have yes you're right in the beginning like in the majority part you know even when she leaves and she's in um Rysian, um her new place where she's going to be living in and so she's still thinking about her family and yeah so so the main thing don't get me wrong her family is despicable <laughs> because it yeah. just rely on her um and no one wants to help or assist but she's still worried about them even if when she was taken or you know voluntarily left in order to yeah. please uh, um the treaty that they had it's a um I think that was made on purpose in order for yeah. her to, you know, be able to cut ties. But what interests me more, and I want to say if it continue, if it, it's it's brought up in the second or like throughout the the series, mm -hmm. um, with Frey is you know how her mother, you know, told her to promise that she'll take care of her family even yeah. when her mother dies and stuff like yeah. that. Um, 
like that is what kept Frey attached to her family. Even yeah. when she she had it easy. Like she's eating three meals a day. She's getting yeah. sunlight. You know, she doesn't have to hunt or work. Yeah. You know, constantly, um, and stuff. But you know, she's still bound by that promise that she made to her dying mom and stuff. So that's why I'm like, and also, you know, all that information that she ended up um believing of the phrase saying that like, they couldn't speak untruths like they always had to tell the the, the yeah 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 uh, yeah the truth and such um and then later find out that actually that's not true and stuff like I think her yeah. mother was the one who told her that like she got yeah. a lot of information from them from the mom so I'm yeah. thinking like there's something hidden there and that that's why she put the pressure more off her youngest as opposed to the other daughters um and so so and maybe that's why she was able to become afraid at the end and so so i'm saying like something about her mother yes will come up she will learn something now that she is part of them and she will learn something from her mom i could be wrong we haven't read the second one yet i'm merely speculating here and this book came out in 2015 (laughs) so i think there's even is there a netflix for this i don't know but it's 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 well, you know, known. Um, this book is very highly acclaimed and stuff. So many people read this book. Um, obviously, we just got it in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're like years behind on it. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm speculating right now as opposed to when we move to the second one. You know, something about her mom. Like, that really nagged me in, like, this whole thing and stuff. You know, I'm like, her mom's? Like, why would her mom have the youngest promise that and not the other ones? you know yeah that's a, you know that's at first I thought maybe her mom just knew that she was like more responsible like she <laughs> like when they were little like she saw things in her but when they started talking kind of hinting of like oh like a curse or something and then like when she went to the paintings I'm like I want and you know when they go into like the twin sister of this person of the of the girl that put the curse I almost yeah. thought that it was going to be her mom that was going to be the twin. <laughs> like, I almost thought, was, yeah. yeah, I almost thought, like, that's going to be the whole thing. The whole thing is going to be that her that her dad was the one that betrayed for, like, greediness, for money. And now when they come up to battle, this, this, this person that's like obviously mad because they killed her sister is going to find out this is her niece and then it's going to be this whole reveal. She'll turn good or she'll like something like that because it was weird to me as well that why wouldn't she put the, the oldest who seems like because when she goes back to her family the oldest one seems very responsible and independent and just ready to like go do your thing we'll be here we'll be okay no no exactly and so well the reason why the her oldest sister i forget her name right now um is taking responsibility for the family is because she knows that they've been put under like this cloud you know this um thing that you know that's why they ended up getting money and you know if Frey ended up, you know, not being taken by the fairies, but actually went to go visit, like, you know, a sick aunt and stuff. Yeah. And the oldest sister told her, like, I didn't fall for that. I knew that yeah. was fake and stuff. So I'm, I'm keeping alert. So um, I guess it's understandable that she found something threatening, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not normal. I'm going to keep a, 
uh, alert and you know um they ended up like you know the sister ended up helping fry uh for that um you know after and she ended up coming back it so like but yeah but like you know i think the mother did know something was different with uh fray which is why she put on the responsibility thinking like you know she had this sort of intuition that mm -hmm. you could you could survive on your own but you're gonna have to help the rest of your family because yeah you know, they won't be able to do it no they won't be able to do it <laughs> yeah it's a Yeah, so she was a whatever type of protagonist, not the best, but I've, you know, I've read worse and stuff, so she wasn't that bad, not even, and even when you said that, like, she was naive, you know, to believe that all these things that she was learning, that she, they weren't purposely leaving these clues out for her, so she could, yeah. you know, come to the conclusion on her own why they're just cursed, um, It's so that even that didn't like it didn't dawn on me until later when she ended up realizing it. Yeah. Um. As well, it's a but that's what I'm saying. Like she wasn't the best protagonist that I've read. Like she's very savvy and stuff like that. Maybe she'll become that in the the remaining of the series. Uh, but she wasn't the worst. Yeah. Elsa, you know. Yeah. So she's okay. <laughs> And now, now I do have my second, um, like notch. on this book and stuff not only was it long you know in audio and also in <laughs> length my god and stuff but also the author do you think that she put in too much kind of like description and like um like she was trying to fill in and make it the book longer for example okay when in the beginning you know she's going out hunting and stuff and she comes across the the dough that she's gonna kill and stuff but yeah. she's just really like describing you know how it, I mean I know she's giving details to the reader yeah. um about what it was back then how it is now how's the weather being you know and she has to be careful with uh predators out there and stuff like literally she is thinking all of this while a doe is coming up and she's gonna shoot it right yeah. and I'm like that is an eternity in a single moment and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like my god just kill the deer you know yeah it, it, or you know obviously what happens next she ends up shooting uh it's the wolf yeah and, and, and that's how everything starts happening and stuff but like she has these moments the author has these moments where she's very like she's she's describing and detailing these um um this part of the story in like an instant yeah like when she sees the wolf she i i felt in that part she overthought it like yeah. i thought it was gonna be like okay here comes a wolf let me kill it and then she's gonna go over there and see like oh i killed the wolf but she hasn't she's having all these thoughts of like is it a wolf is it like more than a wolf like <laughs> Like you're right. Like she, she really was overthinking it. I'm like, I thought she was gonna the the wolf was gonna attack her because she was thinking so much. Like, is it with a pack? Do I see it with a pack? It's alone. Like, I I do understand what you're saying on that. Yes, and that's obviously the first instance. And obviously, she had other um examples like that too when she was in the fray. She was uh you know uh dealing with it. Also, I. Don't get me wrong, like, 
it's a love-hate relationship between um, Frey and Talman, you know, understandable. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but this is part of the curse and stuff. Um, but, like, it's like, quiere que no quiere, like, come on, man, make your mind, you know? You don't yeah. have the responsibility of going back to your house. You know that your family is taken care of because he is making sure that it's taken care of. Like, you know, this is why he's trying her he's trying his best to win her and stuff and like she still keeps fighting it and look what happens you know this book could have ended sooner yeah (laughs) Uh, even even if it did even if she confessed her love like let's just say a day before he was taken captured and stuff like that she would still gone to rescue him i think it would have still gone the same and stuff but she wouldn't have gone through like the the trials yeah like i feel like because when he said i love you i thought she was gonna say it back like i get it that was the whole thing of the whole book like love and the literally the word love um but you're right like i was like why why couldn't she just say it like why couldn't she just said i would have preferred her saying i love you breaking the curse and then doing like a nice battle with yes. like the the witch, you know, how do we kill her now? And yes. then maybe the way that they end up in there is that now she's like, okay, well, the curse is uplifted, but uh, 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 like, you know what I mean? Like this, yes. this is like a hidden thing. And now you have to do like, like an arena battle or whatever it is. I, I was like, like if you felt it clearly you felt it so i don't know why you didn't say it and he said it twice like i think if somebody tells me i love you once and i don't love him back i would feel weird the second time i'd be like look man like i i don't feel that way <laughs> you know what i mean but she just lets it happen twice and and it's like okay clearly he's not gonna keep saying i love you if it wasn't for anything like say it back we obviously knew as readers, we know her yes. feelings. Obviously, there she she was torn and stuff. She was still hesitant and stuff. But like, um, come on, man, you know you had sex with him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for real, so like you, you know, and you must have felt that. You must have felt something for him for you to do all that and you know continue to do that. So, like, this book could have been cut shorter. I think we could have had a a more combat battle in the end. And I think she would have had the support of his people and in going into battle to save him. See, that would have worked out better. And yeah. I would have liked her more. And so like, she would have really become the hero uh, of this story. Now, like I said, you know, it is what it is um, and such. Obviously, when we find some flaws, we always try to rewrite the book. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Say, like, this is how we liked it and stuff. But yeah, she has flaws. This is what I found in them. I'm glad that I did because this book is very hyped. Okay, this book is, you know, given 4.2 stars and Goodreads. Everybody likes this book. It's highly recommended to everybody. You know, she's a New York Times bestselling author, you know, and stuff. So I, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that I read it. And, you know, I'm, I don't fall into the hype because I do find some flaws in it. I've read better, but I've read worse too. So it's kind of in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Type-ish. And yeah, it, don't, don't get me wrong. She has, she has a whole series of this book, you know, yeah. on her magic characters. Yes. 
Now, I think the main characters continue in the first three books, and then after that, uh, no, no, yeah, so she has the first four books, and then she's doing the fifth book that is a spinoff from this series and stuff. So four books, uh, Cindy, four books. We just read one. Wow, I'm like, what are the four books about? Like her still not saying I love you? I don't understand. Like, just well, she, it, like, <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's still literally about them and stuff. And obviously, like I said, the second book that I mentioned, it's going to be dealing with her undergoing, you know, the change and and her um um living with these changes and obviously becoming one of the phrases and stuff. But obviously, drama's going to come out from this. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it, no, because. Now, I don't know what the third book will be about, nor the fourth book. I'm just speculating what the second book might be about, just because it's obvious, you know? She she changed. She's going back to a new world, and she's one of them. But, you know, it's it, people don't easily accept it. I think her people, his people will, because obviously, you know, she saved him and saved them, you know, as a people for yeah. breaking the curse and stuff. But, you know, not everybody's going to be happy with that. <laughs> No one's yeah, ever happy and, like that. Yeah, and then I I mean the only thing that I can kind of say is it's gonna have that guy that turns into like a bird or something like that because the oh, only yeah. cliffhanger that we get is that he sees something and he kind of like has like a face of terror and then he just kind of says, Okay, I gotta go by. Yes, that actually is you know what? One character that I did like because he was sneaky, he reminds me of Loki. Like, he has, yes. you know, he, yeah, like he helps, but he has his own agenda type thing. That's um, Bryson, the High Lord of the Night Court, you know. Yeah. I, wait, now, he had a short part in so, but I imagine that he will come into play in the second book because obviously they, she has to abide by the deal that they made. Yeah. You know? for him to help her and stuff but like i said he reminds me of loki and i'm even envisioning um the actor who plays him that he could be him too <laughs> it's the, yeah like it's yeah. so funny because when when he, when he came into play and as i'm hearing who he is and what he is i kept in my imagining somebody tall with like dark long hair like yes. not too yes. dark not too long but maybe to the shoulders and like slick back so i was just like this is what i think of this character like yes you know and i'm like you may people may not like the the um the comparison but that's how i envisioned immediately i mean this guy is helping but he has his own agenda and i'm like this yeah loki completely and obviously the actor tom Fillington or something like that yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, so i'm like that is what kept me interested in stuff and I'm like okay now I know this this is also going to play out in the second book you know so it didn't need a cliffhanger completely but it left some things unsettled you know like they need to finish and this is how the second book is going to you know continue yeah yeah so uh to finalize it uh Cindy what would you give how would you rate this book I think I would rate it a three I think it's an easy read it could be a standalone book. Um, obviously, I don't know if the other ones you have to like read the first one to know what's going on in the second, like the second, the third, and the rest. Yeah, um, right. yeah. I think I think the story was really decent. I don't think it sh- it could it needed to be that long. Um, <laughs> and I did enjoy 
reading it with the different narrators. I just didn't really care for the background noise, but but it like I said, it didn't bug me too much. Um, but I give it a three. It's not my favorite book. I don't think there was anything here that kind of made my heart skip a beat or or kind of like, oh my God, I love this part. Let me go back. Like I need to like kind of either tag this this page or anything. Like nothing really jumped out out of like an ordinary like book so i just give it a three you're right i give it a two and that's only because like i said all those things that i i pointed out that kind of like uh put me off from the book the length of it uh the the like slight things that they could have changed and stuff but obviously that's just personal preference and stuff um and in the engagement, like I said, it's a simple book. Like you agree, I agree with you. It's a simple book, nothing hard. She she makes a clear uh, building of the of the world and the characters themselves. But she sometimes, you know, like she talked too much about them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, come on, let's get going. Let's get going. Come on. <laughs> so so I give it a two. I do recommend it because some people, it, like I said, it's an easy book. It's a fantasy book. I'm always trying to encourage people to read fantasy and stuff. And you sometimes got to read some mediocre ones um, in order for you to find out what you truly like and stuff. So I would recommend it. I think it's literally for teens. You can start off with teens. And I think in your 20s, this will look good. But we're not in there, Cindy. So that's why it's, yeah, um, no. <laughs> we, we criticized it. <laughs> It's, so, but I'm glad I'm glad that you recommended this book and we read it because, like I said, this book is everywhere and it's recommended by everybody and it's so high praise. So I wanted to you know, know what was the hype. It's so funny because I've never heard of this book other than the recommendation for Hoopla. I don't think I've even mm-hmm. seen it. It it's I don't think I've even seen it at a store. Maybe because they're all sold out. <laughs> but I don't think I I, I haven't. To be honest, it. If it wasn't for the recommendation, I don't think I would have known about it. Really? No, this is yeah. always coming up on my feed when I'm, don't get me wrong, it's a recommendation as well, but like sometimes I'm like purposely trying to like, I want to read fantasy. Let's see what they have there and stuff like, you know, um, and I want to learn something new. So I immediately start searching and stuff and, you know, I read this and I'm like, oh, I remember seeing this book. Like I said, I remember seeing them like in Walmart, Target. I see like at my library and um it's you know obviously recommended by um uh you know book instagrams you know from instagram and, and tiktok like girls say like this book is good and stuff and i'm like okay let's see what the hype never fall for the hype okay i'm just letting you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it does give you at least an insight like this will not come on my normal feed so let's see what they're saying sometimes they're good this one eh, it was, eh. yeah but i'm glad we did it i'm glad we did it i i'm always glad that something that doesn't normally come to us you know but we take a chance on it and then you know it gives us more to talk about (laughs) yes yes so with that we'll end this episode thank you so much cindy and uh this is for the love books podcast we are your host lucy and cindy yes join us next time bye bye